are listening to Think Funny with Aaron Donnelly, Nate Sadler, and Matt Donnelly. For show notes and to check out Aaron's books, please visit AaronDonnelly.com. And now, the show that only thinks it's funny, the Think Funny Podcast. Welcome to the Think Funny Podcast. This is Aaron Donnelly. I am here with my co-host, Nate Sadler. Hey, everybody. And Matt Donnelly. Hello, everyone. And special guest co-host, my brother-in-law, Tim Sheets. Hey, everyone. Yeah, so uh, we're vacationing here in Sun River, and our families are sharing a house. And I called Tim. I'll probably call Tim Bubbo at some point, because that's what I call him. I, when I see him, I go, hey, hey, Bubbo. And then he <laughs> raises his hands and does what, Tim? Hey, Aaron's here. <laughs> <laughs> So, Nate, you had a sore throat because uh, was your son is in tournament or baseball yeah. tournament or something? Yeah, so Friday and then again Monday, uh, they had playoff baseball. It's my son's senior year, so I've been screaming uh, very excitedly. If they would win this tonight, they would go to state, and we are the only state playing baseball right now. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So you'd be national champions, essentially. Pretty much, yeah. What's the, There's always some weird words like in Brandon – Matt, do you remember when people say rock fire? Rock. Oh, rock oh. and fire? Like rock, rock and fire? Rock and fire. Like if you're pitching? What is yeah. that? I've said that. Yeah. I don't It's just baseball chatter. <laughs> my new... So this is going way off on a tangent, and I'll keep it brief, but there's uh, one of my son's friends that wears one batting glove, so I've been making yeah. Michael Jackson references for the past several weeks. In the last game, uh, in his last at bat, I just started naming off as many Michael Jackson songs as I could. So I'm like, hey, Thriller Now, hey, PYT Now, hey, Off the Wall Now. Just and a little singing pretty young things. And say, hum now, in between, like, man in the mirror now. Yeah, just whatever, <laughs> and say now. And it sounds like some baseball chatter, but I'm really just saying Michael Jackson songs. Ben, the mouse song here. <laughs> The the mom next to me, finally, after me doing this, she goes, what are you talking about? Yeah, she's saying not guilty of uh, whatever they call it. Trouble station here? <laughs> yeah. Not a petter ass here. See the response here. <laughs> it's hard Didn't to get have the word. a lock on the bedroom door here? <laughs> it's hard to get a, like bubbles. I'm trying to get a bubbles reference in or uh, Ooh, a colleague. Yeah. Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> yeah, and Little yeah. League is devoid. It's devoid of Michael Jackson references, Little League in general. Yeah, not so. anymore. This week, we are continuing with our, what's it called, Nate? This Week <laughs> in history. history. We're covering this week, July 26th through August 1st. July 26th. What do you guys got? Tim, why don't you leave us off? You yeah. for July 26th? Would you like something that's that's grim? Would you like what something that's kind of funny? Or what, what Either way, we'll probably take it dark grim, and funny. Dark I and want funny. grim. The grimmer. Well, that's, the that's, how this, yeah. that's how this group rolls. It yeah. always ends up dark. Try. Well, you know, Andrea Yates was found not guilty for drowning her five children in a bathtub in 2006. Oh. Good Lord, that was grim. <laughs> <laughs> Can we have about... You asked for it. Can we have like 50% 50 dial down on the grimness? That's just (laughs) way too little runway here, Bubba. (laughs) First off the bat, well, Andrew, you asked for it. (laughs) And the cherry on top that she was found not guilty and is still out there today with access to a bathtub. With access to a bathtub. Um, That's like, uh, what's her name that killed her kids? Diane Downs. Downs, yeah. She shot her kids to the tune of, you guys remember the song? It was a baby. It was Hungry Like the Wolf. (laughs) 
Was it really hungry like the wolf? Yeah. She, it was hungry like the wolf, and then they played it in court, and they showed her tapping her toes to it in court. She, she, up so she picked here, like the fifth best Duran Duran song. I don't know. That might have been their biggest hit, though. It might have been. I, mean, I need to look that up. On yeah, Sunday. biggest um, hit, biggest hit and best song are always two different things in my world. Two so. different things. Yeah, totally. Speaking of that, Tim, what was the first uh, record you ever bought? Oh, Wait, man. Tim, so he got his money, he was all jacked up, ready to buy a classic album. And then- you know the answer to this, that's why you asked me. I'm embarrassed. And you run to the mall. I ran to the mall. I bought Steve Miller, Abracadabra. That's okay. I, go thought, I thought that was an amazing song. And it didn't take me long to hate it. I I, turn, I, I, so I, I rough, leave the room now. It was a rough start. start. It was a rough start. Do you guys remember my first purchase of with my own money of music? Was you it know, the tape? It, was you know it what? the Debbie Gibson tape? It's the Debbie Gibson Ooh. Shake Your Love single. And Bad and, Dub Remix. And, and side oh, two is the Bad Dub Remix. If, that's if the regular version's not bad enough for you. Bad dub remix is just too bad. It's too street. Most like, people can't even handle it. I had a happy birthday to the deep state. Um, the National Security Act of 1947 established the uh, CIA. Department of Defense, uh, National Security Council, and the Joint Chiefs of Staff. You know, it's interesting that, Matt, you talked about they originally called it, I have it here, the National Military Establishment is what it was called. Hmm. And shortcut was NME. They changed the name because it sounds like enemy. Uh-huh. So, so it'd be interesting. What if they changed it to like uh, mil- something like MFers? Or <laughs> they keep changing it and they're like, dang it. Yeah. Not enemies. <laughs> Mick Jagger's birthday today. This is something I found out during, so when he was a kid, and this is similar to Freddie Mercury late, they credit his singing voice to his teeth. I don't know if you guys ever heard that before. With Mick Jagger, when he was a kid, he was playing basketball and he accidentally bit through his tongue. He chomped off a bit of it and swallowed it. The speech caused his posh accent to change into a slur, giving him a gritty edge that would come in handy later when he started singing. They're like the oldest yeah. living rock band at this point, are they not? I think the drummer's 80. I can't remember his name, but I think he's in his 80s. Yeah. He looked- John Lennon would be 81 right now if he was still alive, to give you an idea of perspective. The drummer from the Rolling Stones looked 80 in 1980. I think it's Charlie Watts <laughs> is his name. But And then there's, what's the song we talked about? I think it was on the Aliens one. Uh, is it Beast of Burden, where... It sounds like, because he says, I could suck a duck. (laughs) (laughs) I always thought it was something else, not duck. (laughs) And we always uh, would pretend like the other guys kind of like, we're like, all right, cut, cut, Mick. uh," He's like, what, what? Uh, Never never mind. All right, take it from the top. Never mind. It sounds like he said something. He just interdicts. He just puts it in there every once in a while in a random song. I don't know what you're talking about. nineteen sixty four uh Teamsters president Jimmy Hoffa was convicted of fraud and conspiracy. You know, Ooh. things worked out pretty well for Jimmy Hoffa, so 
Yeah. And actually, his disappearance is later on this week in a different uh, year. Do you guys watch The Irishman? Yes. No, I want to. It's a li- I thought it was a little long. It was like an 80-year-old guy directed Goodfellas. Yes, that's a good way to put it. Re- yeah, and Goodfellas is like a 40-year-old guy directing it. But it was great. It was just, yeah, it was slow. But it was good. It was ex- mm-hmm. tried to explain one theory as to what happened to Jimmy Hoffa uh, by a, a guy that came out before he died and said that he was the one that shoot him. He basically shot him in a house and I forget what he did with the body. Did you just take it to a dump or what did he do with it, Matt? Do you remember? I know he rolled it up in a carpet <laughs> and then now, doesn't yeah. that look a little bit suspicious? <laughs> <laughs> there was all kinds of theories of course one was that he was buried under giant stadium it is funny though because like i'm trying to write a i'm starting to write another novel now and it's about a murder and so i'm googling what is the best way to dispose of a body without anyone so i'm going Uh-oh. to like deep searches on this stuff <laughs> The post office started 1775. Mm. Some interesting thing about the uh, post office here. Do you know that uh, tampering with the mail used to be a uh, offense that you'd be killed for? You'd be hanged for? Whoa! No um, way. Yeah. So what if what if you get your neighbor's mail? So here's the other thing. Back then, the because it was the only way to really send money. So it was like robbing a bank or whatever. Um, up until 1799. After that, you would get 10 years in prison, but on your second offense, you would be hanged. But the also the interesting thing is the mailman back then they had to legally hand the mail to the person getting the mail. Like there was no mailboxes. Mailboxes didn't come along until 1921. One, when the federal government said everyone needs, there was a date where everyone had to have a mailbox by. The only other thing is you used to, if you got mail, you were the one that had to pay the postage. And so what that caused was a lot of people refusing mail and then the mail carriers just having to go back and forth and back and forth. <laughs> um, there used to be troll mail, like back in the 20s, people would mail offensive postcards to other people and with no return address, like making fun of them. It was like a very slow crank call. Didn't J.D. Salinger do that with you? <laughs> so Charlie Chaplin stole J.D. Salinger's girlfriend and married her. And then Matt, he mailed Charlie Chaplin a postcard with something. It's a cartoon of Charlie Chaplin r- chasing her around with an erect penis or something. <laughs> classic. Classic like J.D. Salinger. My father was born on July 26th. Yeah, so I got to put birthday. a shout out to the big boy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. And then since I started us off with something so grim, I yeah. thought I would finish with something a little more... Yeah. Paul Rubens arrested for uh, exposing himself in an adult theater. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, we all remember Paul Rubens in that, that period of time. Yeah. Mr. Pee Wee. Talk about, like, you feel like he was probably paid by the late night talk show host just to do that. His name is Pee Wee. <laughs> They're like, we're low on material. Just take care of this for us, will you? Is there any better? Months. Yeah. Is there any better fodder for late night TV than that? It was, the, it was the politician that took uh, dick pics. What was his name? Anthony Weiner. Anthony Weiner. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. Good palate cleanser at the end of a... Yeah, We're starting so dark. (laughs) All right, uh, July 27th. What do you guys got? In 1888, first electric tricycle was introduced. Why did two wheels dominate and take over the three wheel? Three wheels seemed like you you could do a lot more with it. Like they have those trike uh, motorcycles that they have now. And you can like set it all up and you know, it's, it's, it's really comfortable like driving a car. That's yeah. for the super yeah. fat Harley. There's levels of fat. This yeah, is there's the, a lot uh, of that. 
I haven't heard anybody talk about this before. And I'm a big guy. And when I get in a car and when other uh, like fat people get in cars, they're high sitters. Have you guys noticed this? You have a long, overly long upper body. You have a no, body it's a lot. It's too than... big of a butt and it sits you high. You're a high sitter. So even a short person can be a taller sitter than a tall person. Have you guys noticed this phenomenon? You could just, you could just adjust your seat though, couldn't you? Couldn't you lower your seat <laughs> yeah. and fix this problem? I get what you're saying. Yeah. I first noticed it because I had a little car a long time ago when I was skinny and I was giving my friend a ride and he was a big guy and his head was like craned against the ceiling. And I'm like, I'm taller than you. What's the math? What's happening here? It took me a while to figure it out, but anyway. So it was his tush? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Keep an eye on that. Chewing gum was invented 1869, July 27th. Gum to me, and I've argued this with Jenny many times, it has a 15-second half-life. So <laughs> I'm a big gum chewer. I buy gum by the case. And he does, ladies and gentlemen. Like yeah. Strawberry 5. Some people sit down with a snack, and I'll sit down with a big pack of 15 gum. Uh, watch a movie with and i'll just burn through the pack why keep chewing it that's what i say but aaron you could go i'm gonna let you guess what i chew all day sounds like yahtzee i always keep i always keep a a tin of these on my desk chiclets no altoids the ego classic with this original flavor that just destroys your mouth is that your go-to yes where it's it almost brings tears it's not even a flavor it's the tear bringer did you guys ever buy chiclets in Mexico? You have to buy like 20 packets and throw 20 packets of them in your mouth at once to even equal like one piece of gum. But then you buy them from a little kid. Yeah. It's just, it's such a sad thing all around. The chiclets are sad. The kid, the product is sad. The kid's sad. It's just, you're sad. There's no good in this think, chiclets market. I think the last time when he we went down there, I think I bought a whole bunch and then ask the kid for change (laughs) i'm a bad i'm a bad person i have the most medieval sounding thing i've ever heard of and i didn't even research it and i don't really care it just sounds medieval 1501 copernicus formally formally installed as the canon of frauenberg cathedral i don't know what a lot of words in that sentence mean but i like it 1952 Uh, olympics the Race walker John Mickelson wins his uh, Olympic gold, and he had won it Olympic gold in the prior Olympics as well. So I they, that would be really hard. I don't know if you've ever race walked before, but do they slow you down line. if you start running? That's right. I, there's a thin line between race walking and then you want to you want to start running. There's a point where you want to start. Was the competition held in Westdale Mall? <laughs> <laughs> it really, it's all about you have the discipline to not run. To not run, yeah. That's it's to it's come right up to that line and not cross it. I hear a lot of race walkers go crazy because they can't stand the pressure and they just start running. July twenty eighth, or as I like to say, World Hepatitis Day. Why today? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I know, I know, I don't know why. It just. Uh, just a good day to have it, I guess. Yeah. I also had the uh, 1933. There was the first sent singing telegraph to Rudy yeah. Valley of uh-huh. New York City, and the song that they sang was Betty Davis Eyes way before it came out. <laughs> Damn it! I was going to use that exact same joke. Bravo, Matt. Bravo. We, Tim, we do a lot of Betty Davis Eyes inside yeah. jokes for. <laughs> yeah. You guys yeah. listening? I listen to it at least once a day. It's a good song. July 28th, 1866, President Andrew Johnson signs the Metric Act, 
1866, making it lawful to use the metric system in the United States. I bet Matt so, loves Matt loves the metric system. Nate, you're a fan of the imperial system. He's always talking in hectares and furlongs and odd forms of measures. Acres and rods. So this is how stupid... Okay, I'll tell you, this is what the uh, a meter is based off of now. It is the speed that light travels in a like one one gazillionth of a second. Like it's an exact measurement of a known physical absolute. And when the imperial system is based on, let's see, here is an example. A rod is defined as the length of the left feet of 16 men lined up heel to toe as they emerged from a church in the 17th century. (laughs) (laughs) Spot on. I love that. Oh, man, I love that. 1586, again, back to medieval times. Man, you're going medieval. You go way back. I love love medieval time stuff. I'd like to go medieval on their ass. So uh, 1586, Sir Thomas Harriet introduces potatoes to Europe. I I love the idea of this guy just like he's got a bag of potatoes (laughs) and he just introduces them like Europe, potatoes, potatoes, Europe, and then just like leaves. That just sets it on the counter and leaves it and walks away. They're like, all right. July 29th, Mama Cass Elliot dies. Ooh. Uh, singer of the Mamas Sandwich. and the Papas. Nate, I'm just going to ask, yeah, Tim, how do you think, how, what, how did she die? Sandwich. She choked on a ham sandwich is the rumor. You got to go, though. That's a pretty good ham. I mean, it's ham. Yeah, that's true. She died of a heart attack. They didn't find any food in her windpipe. But it all started, that rumor, because the first interview was with the policeman. He said they found a half-eaten sandwich by her bed. <laughs> so <laughs> Eating a sandwich and he lays it next to the corpse. Well, so, if she didn't eat it, who who ate the sandwich if it wasn't her? Interesting. Yeah. Where was this? Yeah. I mean, she was big, but I wouldn't say she was like the biggest woman I've ever seen by any means. I would say she was like... Uh, Adele used to be, you know, like so, not huge. But to die of heart failure at 32, there had to be a ham sandwich. There some had to be in there. <laughs> cured meat sandwich involved. It was but the interesting thing is uh, that same apartment, four years later in the same room, Keith Moon would die at the age of 32. That would have been awesome. Maybe it was his ham sandwich. If the same detective had that and he put a ham sandwich next to Keith Moon, too. <laughs> It was a day for a notable trade in Major League Baseball. Baltimore sent Mike Boddicker to the Red Sox for Kurt Schilling and a little outfielder named Brady Anderson, who uh, inspired Uh, Nate to grow sideburns. And he, uh, my oldest son, is named after Brady Anderson. Did you guys know that? Oh, yeah. All, know that, all four of my kids are named after MLB players. What are the other names? Uh, Owen is named after Spike Owen, who was a shortstop for the Mariners. Yeah. And uh, my daughter, Mabry, is named after John Mabry, who played for the Cubs and Cardinals. I don't know if you yeah. remember him. Good night. All your kids are named after like obscure <laughs> bench players. And my 10-year-old is named after Ian Kinsler of the Texas Rangers. I think he might still be playing. He played for the Tigers for a little bit. That is classic Nate. Yeah. Name your kids after four obscure, (laughs) relatively unknown outside the small markets that they play in. And my fifth kid is named Ivan DeJesus. Are we good with July 29th? You guys got anything else? 
It was the f- installation of the first iron lung, but I have no idea what an iron lung is for. <laughs> Doesn't sound good, though. The only <laughs> thing I know about the iron lung is it's in that one Metallica video that freaks me out. That is like the worst sounding medical 50s apparatus. <laughs> Imagine being told, he's going to be okay. He's just going to have to be in an iron lung. <laughs> July 30th. I didn't know this, but I guess uh, in 1863, Abraham Lincoln um, ex- issued a, an order uh, during the Civil War uh, that's been referred to as the Eye for an Eye order, that the Union would shoot a rebel prisoner for every black prisoner that the Confederacy shot, oh, which wow. is interesting. I never heard that before. And, you know, I, How would they know, I guess, is my question. Yeah, I mean, it's probably just more of a just a... Uh, threat to get out there it is interesting too to go back everybody loves lincoln now and he was basically like made a saint after he died right because just he was a great man obviously but the timing of it especially right after the war finished and basically saving the nation and getting killed but if you look at like the political cartoons and stuff a lot of people hated him Mm. like a lot of people hated him um so it just goes to show like no matter who they are in their time a politician is going to have so tons of haters if you just think about it i mean the the day the day after he won the election, the South seceded. Yeah, so, I mean that. You imagine that happening, you know, today. I mean, that's you're pretty, you're pretty unlike. In order to get from Illinois to Washington D.C., he had to take a like a decoy train and wear a disguise or something because they were going to sabotage and blow up the train. That's how, from the very beginning mm-hmm. of his presidency, how rough it was. He's very unique looking. How do you disguise that? It's <laughs> <laughs> true. There's not burlap. Like hundreds of guys yeah. around that just look like Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, it'd be like a burn victim. Henry Ford was born July 30th, 1863. Hitler said that uh, Ford was his inspiration and, and mentions him in Mein Kampf twice. The legacy of Henry Ford is complicated. <laughs> yeah, he was a notorious anti-Semite. And, I had no idea. I didn't know that. Yeah, and the the greatest little tidbit of trivia is he pushed square dancing to be implemented in American schools because he believed that jazz was a creation of the Jews to upset culture. So that's why we had square dancing in schools. Uh. July 31st. 1959, the first exhibit of bongos at the Cleveland Metro Park Zoo opens. Nice. Oh, not uh, not the bongos, like the instrument. Not the instrument, the uh, the antelope-like creature. It wasn't like someone introducing bongos to the United States, like the potato. Uh, It was John Stanley in the Beach Boys video. He introduced the bongos. July 31st, 1867, the birth of Sebastian Sparing Kressig, founder of Kmart. Uh, do you guys remember Blue Light Specials? Yeah, absolutely. So the deal was you'd be in the store and then you'd see a light somewhere across the store and then it would go off and then... Everybody would run. Everybody would run. <laughs> it was a 15-minute sale, right, on yeah. one item, yeah. like socks or whatever. So yeah, Kmart's are probably the most depressing place on earth at this point. So I just one store that mom would very rarely take us into that I just didn't want to go to. Kmart? Yeah. Oh, you didn't want the, the Slurpees, the slushies? No, we always got the Slurpee, though. That's, the thing. that's how she got us there. That's the bear. We got the icy. Yeah, that's, yeah, icy. that's, that's yeah, the that's one the, thing. But yeah, that was yes. the only reason to go with mom to Kmart is to get that treat at the end. Right. So. And there's also a rest, like a cafe in or the very something. back. Yep. Yeah, like yeah. a restaurant yeah. thing. Imagine the food at the Kmart in 1979. <laughs>
I can just picture like two pieces of Wonder Bread and a slice of cheese. Stop and shop at Kmart, get the best in name brand merchandise. They guarantee the quality and discount the price. They got broilers, records, vacuum cleaners, barbecues to roast your wieners. First introduction of the water ski in uh, Minnesota. Huh. You never see anyone water skiing successfully. Unless you're like in it. It's like in the 50s and there's like a pyramid of girls doing it or something. <laughs> Unless you're the five you get- jumping the shark, then maybe. <laughs> yeah. I know somebody who got their thumb ripped off water skiing because the rope got tied around the Really? Rock. Yep. Oh, what an inconvenience. Because that's what separates us from the monkeys. Yeah, yeah you know better than Peter <laughs> Torque. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You can put that. uh, That'll be a cricket. Yeah, put the bad joke (laughs) noise after that one. Okay, let's move on. August 1st, 1893, Henry Perky patents uh, shredded wheat. Yuck. Which is the classic old man breakfast food. Like Grandpa Matt would eat a big thing of shredded wheat in a bowl. And so I was trying to think of other old man food, and I got. Pig's feet, wilted yeah. lettuce, radishes raw, which Grandpa would eat. Ooh. Grapefruit with that weird little spoon that Grandpa would eat with. Uh, cottage cheese. And as we discussed earlier, Matt, uh, in an early episode, sometimes you would go into the kitchen in the middle of the night and Grandpa would be sitting in the dark eating an apple. Yes. <laughs> That's a power move. Okay. It's a- he was ashamed. <laughs> you forgot Werther's <laughs> Originals. Werther's is the uh, penultimate. Oh. I remember my Grandpa eating Werther's all the time. And then the big, gross glass of water in the fridge just to keep a cool glass of water the, a tab with tin foil over the top that was nate's reward for mowing the lawn yeah. at his grandma's house she'd give him a tab and if he didn't finish she would put a piece of tin foil over the top you come back <laughs> right. you come back next week and you can finish that tab august 1st 1936 it was hitler's olympic games in germany but the great part about that is they released twenty-five thousand pigeons start and they pooped all over the crowd it was like this big debacle (laughs) they called it shitler 1981 mtv premieres changed my life and a lot of people's lives like just racing to get home from school to watch mtv that was uh, the the bubbles the bug we didn't have cable either so i had to go to friend's house to watch mtv we couldn't watch it because we were there were secular music oh sure it was naughty time even dtv which was disney cartoons set to like girls just want to have fun yeah he's sick now but uh yeah the buggles it was video killed the radio star yeah they were part of yes nate or something the, i think a guy from the buggles was in yes yes is called a super group but i don't know if you're pulling from the buggles <laughs> no if you're a super group we were listening to Yes on the way over. My son, who's 16, is really getting into a lot of 80s music. He found my old Yes Big Generator album. Yes, I love Big on Generator. CD somewhere. Love will find a way. Yep. What else? What are your favorite bands? That, uh, Tim's a big 80s music love guy. 80s. The Outfield, all-time favorite band yes. for me. Is there Outfield. something about it? Something 80s about it? Yeah. Followed closely by Abracadabra. <laughs> oh, this is an embarrassing story, but I need to tell it now because it's on my mind. Uh, it was kind of late at night at a truck st- or like a like a roadside stop in Tennessee somewhere. So we're at, we we're at the rest <laughs> stop. There's nobody around. I'm in the bathroom and nobody's in there. And my shoe kind of squeaked on the floor. And I'm like, man, the acoustics are really good in here. And I'm like, so I just go, I don't want to lose your love. It sounded so good. It sounded awesome. So I just sang like for about a minute. Flush, get out. There's a trucker at the stall just looking at me. Yes. 
but yeah. it, awesome. it was like the best acoustic. It was a sea bass. Sea bass. No, you know, I bet he was humming that song for the rest of the day. I yeah, exactly. don't think the guy. Because once it's in there, it's in there. Start with a little shoe squeak, and then you squeak again. You're like, huh, me, 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 me. No, but man, the acoustics, <laughs> the acoustics in there. I still know exactly where it is. It's down by Chattanooga. There's a. I'll uh, check it out next time we're down there. We should all meet up there for a podcast. Sweet acoustics. We're <laughs> record the show there. We are. Uh, so we're, me? we're driving to Florida in a couple weeks. I will stop and take a picture of the rest stop. Well, you've got to hum a few bars of your love, please. <laughs> I'll send some audio. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Think Funny podcast, the This Week in History series for our host, Aaron Donnelly, and co-host, Matt Donnelly, and special guest, Tim. Thanks, everybody, yeah. for listening to the show. Make sure to check us out on uh, Twitter at ThinkFunnyPodC1. Thanks for listening. I don't want to lose your love <laughs> Flush, get out. There's a trucker at the stall just looking at me. Josie's on a vacation far away. Thanks for listening to Think Funny. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to like, subscribe, and tell a friend. If you have comments or topics for the guys, you can email them at thinkfunnypodcast at gmail.com. And check out aaronedonley.com for today's show notes and much more. No answer, no man, I'm